That's her. That's that's my voice. Yeah. See, people are gonna be like, "Wow, there's two of them there." Yeah, it sounds exactly like me. Uh, I don't want you to talk to me again until I come up with a new name. So you gotta give me a second here. You know I refer to you as Terry the Tickler. I don't. I don't call you your current name. Uh, I'm here with Terry the Tickler and long time no fucking see, Franz McBoohoo. And I'm still frowning. So the thing, the thing that we need to acknowledge that I don't feel like I have yet is that you did come in for an episode at 16. So your, your hiatus would have only been eight episodes, but we lost your 16th episode. It is a lot. We have lots of pasta has a lost episode. I almost feel like there's my name. Lost No, if we're talking about it, I'm not going to be mentioning you. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> that you've been gone for so long. Well, get the fuck out. <laughs> I no, mean, uh, but episode twenty-one. You know, it's been a thirteen-episode fucking hiatus. Yeah, you know, I mean that's mostly your fault. But, no, it's uh, definitely my fault. Uh, yeah, but how do you feel about it? Because nobody liked me, and you decided that's, to fucking throw me away. I literally told you yours are the most reviewed by people. Uh, yeah, and apparently they say that I suck dick and should... You do suck dick! <laughs> <laughs> but in the way in which I'm not getting paid for it. You've, I mean, let, I would do it for free. Exactly. I, you know, in some cases... I know you better than yourself. If you, if you too, if you're, if you're really good looking, I might just fucking pay you. I'm I'm here with uh with Terry the Tickler as well. We're doing a we're doing a three fur. Ooh, uh, it a was threesome. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel anymore. Yeah, I know, right? I'm so it's because so... I'm that good. I feel like I feel like I just Caesar song broken. Yeah. You feel like Evanescence? Evan Evanescence? Yeah. No, that word doesn't agree with Maleficent. Like Evanescent. Wake me up inside. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Can't wake up. Save me. I'm a murderer. <laughs> okay, so this is lots of pasta. This is gonna be a tough fucking episode, oh, 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 ladies and gents. This is gonna be a walk in the fucking park and by park. I'm Africa. This is Vince McMahon here. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> That's great. Oh, okay. The Super Bowl coming up tomorrow. We got the Tampa Bay Falconeers against the Pence State trophies. Mike Pence. <laughs> the Mike Pence State 
of the queer ocean. No, no, really. Who is it between? Uh, Falcons and Patriots. I thought. Oh. They, I, but wait. <laughs> I don't sports. I think yeah, it's. No, I, isn't I just it, only found out yesterday. Isn't it Lady Gaga? That's the only she thing I knew is that she's halftime. She's gonna do the halftime. You know what? Nope. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what. Tell me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of surprised she's doing it. I mean, I'm not. She's she apparently had been waiting since she was like eight years old well, to do this shit. Gaga, like when she came into the scene, she was like this huge alternative to the pop scene and the idea that it's like I wear meat dresses, I wear dirty tampon fucking skirts and shit. <laughs> and now it seems like and a conformity. Like, yeah, she's yeah. Just part of everything. And you know what? Good. For I'm her? probably saying something wrong here too, where I'm not noticing what Gaga really is. But like, it's just strange. It's it's again. It's against what made her popular in the first place, but it's almost like I accept it. Like yeah. it's her way okay. of it's her way of doing damage to the system from the inside. Okay. All right. Instead I, of instead of making like a mocker tapeworm. Yeah. I think Sia took over like Gaga's idea. Like the, like the no one flashy, agrees with me thing. But like the whole I'm going to wear a wig that covers my face. My face is everywhere on the internet. But I wear this wig now can't see me you can't see me he did the john cena hands <laughs> so uh you started screaming at me just now and i was originally gonna give this story to him because of his like 13 episode hiatus but i think this story was meant for you oh well fuck you then maybe i should <laughs> maybe i should take a hiatus <laughs> no okay. i was gonna give oh. it to you but I feel like where you just went, you deserve this. <laughs> you worked oh, for it. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you could read this however you want to read this, but I feel like you made this happen for yourself. <laughs> that doesn't you. that doesn't mean that you're gonna you're not gonna read. You're gonna get the next one. You see that, ladies and gentlemen? I come back he from a 13 episode one. hiatus. He hasn't been on since I'm, 15. I'm sitting here with my thumbs up my ass. Because I can't get a fucking dick in this place. So the first story we're gonna read. I'm gonna start riding that microphone. Is oh, fallen no. rage. Fallen. Nicholas King. Not the beast. All right. This is fallen rage. <laughs> read it like fucking Mister Rogers. <laughs> I can't control it. I'm losing myself to it. Wherever <laughs> you, you just went, I liked it. Alright, I'm gonna try to sing this first part, then the rest will just do normal. It's gonna suck. <laughs> when I'm on the show, I like to make sure it's known that we are. We are. Still sober? Still sober, still straight edge, still 100% pure like cotton. Oh, I want this, uh, I want this on the record. Uh. I am the one that's sober in the room. I just want that to be what? understood. I, just, I want that to be understood. Uh, that is... Wait, in a slander, you we, we are not doing anything illegal in this <laughs> basement. Uh, Plead the fifth. I, like, I had a burp <laughs> coming, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> Please defense. <laughs> Told you. Ball two, three, ball. <laughs> uh, are you happy for this? 
that we're like this far in and haven't even read this story yet. And my legs are already open. Wow. Ball and rage. <clears throat> All right, finally, we're gonna read it this time. I can't control it. <laughs> like reading it, like I'm so excited, makes it sound ten times better. I can't control it. I'm losing myself to it. I can feel it inside me, trying to claw its way to the surface. I can't let them see me like this. If I let them get near me, I don't know what I'll do. They saw what I did to that car. What are they thinking? Trying to restrain me now. They must be crazy. Hell, I must be crazy. Only crazy people would let themselves live after what I've done. I don't know what keeps me going. I tried to kill myself. I've tried everything I could get my hands on. A plastic bag over my head, sit, slitting my wrist, drowning, car exhaust, bullet through my skull, overdosing, nothing works. Nothing works at all. Can you <laughs> I keep healing. Every wound in my body just disappears as soon as I get them. I am immortal. I'm ethereal. This strength, this power, I don't know where it came from or why. I have it. I never asked for it. I don't know how much longer I have. I keep hearing voices all around me telling me to embrace it, to accept my damnation, to let myself fall. I'm scared. Scared. More than I've ever been. Scar. Mufasa. Say scared. I'm scared. I'm so scared right it's now. So scared. Are you scared? So, I'm so scared. scared. It's almost midnight now. It always happens at midnight. He always comes at midnight. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but I could see him in the mirror. My doppelganger from hell. Literally. I can remember some of the things he does, like some kind of twisted dream. Throwing cars through the air like they were nothing, slaughtering whole families single-handedly, raping women, eviscerating SWAT teams. He's unstoppable. Where is this going? <laughs> Seriously, am I Hulk? Every time some cop gets a hold of him and cuffs him, he just snaps the cuffs off, as if the chains were made of butter, brother. And worst of all, I remember the joy, the sadistic satisfaction in which he reveled in every time he took over my body. I also remember in vivid detail his speeches, how he talks to people, and I even heard him say what his name was. Name drop of yeah. the beast. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, man. He's managed to avoid identification by the authorities. Every time he gets caught on camera, his face, my face, is always obscured by static. I can't control him forever. My parents don't know anything about this. Now it's a kid. Now it's a fucking kid living with his parents. I thought about talking to psychiatrists. But I know that if I tell them what I've done, they'll just throw me in a padded cell or give me the lethal injection on death row on charge for murder. Okay. Mic drop here. Give me the juice. Gotta get the Pick the mic back up. Um, he's talking about wanting to die when he welcomed death row at this point. No. Not that any of that would work anyway. Oh, okay. I guess I, I yeah. jumped the gun. I talked to a psychic last week. Though, I got an answer that made a little, just a little more sense. I told her about what was going on, and I told her about this Lucifer thing inside of me. Ah, I see. Yours is a terrible fate, my child. Lucifer, the spirit that inhabits your body, was one of your god's archangels. He was among the first of his kind, one of the first of the heavenly chorus. It was beautiful beyond words. Righteous and perfect from the day he was created. 
Every precious stone was his covering. Every man cringed with envy, and every woman shivered with desire in his presence. Moist. He was beloved by all of creation. However, what he had in power and glory he lacked in humility. His praise soon stirred him with seeds of vanity and pride. He began to cover the power of God. He went before the Most High and challenged him for control of the earth. God's wrath was heard throughout creation. He cast Lucifer far from heaven and into the depths of earth where only darkness lurked. Darknesses. God condemned Lucifer to live as a mortal, a fate worse than death for one such as Lucifer. Throughout the ages, Lucifer has taken one vessel after another, one lifetime after another, never able to see heaven again. Those possessed by him do not know he is there. They live out their daily lives until, upon reaching adulthood, he begins to manifest through them once every midnight. Indeed, God has no love for you, child. I didn't know what to do then. I just found out I was possessed by Satan, and now I was going to spend the rest of my life as the vessel of all evil in the world. I have been running ever since. I left my home in the middle of the night and never looked back. The police have been searching for me, but no one could find me. Not with the things I can do now. I've learned how to tap into Lucifer's abilities. You know that thing people do where they like put their thumb and they're like, oh. I was gonna say this this story is the origin story for like Chris Angel, right? <laughs> it's just like mind freak. Yeah, exactly. I can move things without touching them. I'm stronger and faster than any animal I've encountered. I don't get sick, I don't eat, I don't sleep, I don't breathe, I've never been more powerful. And you want to know what gets to me the most? When he takes over when I completely lose control. I like it. Yo, that was nice. That wasn't that bad. Did you know that's what Prince originally called that song? <laughs> purple Dank, Purple Dank. <laughs> so, the, this next story comes from a, tum a Tumblr called The Other Side. Acronym Toast. Is it Adele's Tumblr? No, but look at what fucking story I'm giving to you. So fucking calm the fuck down. Oh. <laughs> Cause I have a story for you. It's called the old lady. Let me adjust to my knickers. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so used to holding <laughs> it. <laughs> One day, at a shopping mall in the afternoon. A woman was coming out of the mall from a shopping spree. She was in a happy mood. She had gotten to her car and loaded her stuff that she had brought from her trunk. When she was done loading, she shut the door of her trunk and she saw an old lady standing by the passenger side of the car. The old woman said, would you mind being a darling and giving me a lift home? I don't have a car, and I was walking all day. The woman said, I'd be happy to. So she unlocked the door for the old woman. As she started to make her way around to the car to the driver's side, she started to feel a little uncomfortable. So she got in the car, and she looked in her purse and said, I just can't find my credit card. I'm gonna have to go inside to see if anybody found it. The old woman said, I'll wait for you here. The woman left to go look for help. When she found a security guard and told him the situation, they went back to the woman's car and the passenger door was wide open. On the seat of the car was a shopping bag that the old woman had been carrying. Inside of the bag was the old woman's dress and a gray-haired wig along with a huge butcher's knife 
a video camera, and a roll of duct tape. Fucking nuts, right? He broke into her car to steal some supplies. You know, I'd like to think if I'm a, if I'm a rapist or a, a pedophile or a molester, I'm going to go the extra mile and buy my own shit. I'm not going to pretend to be an old woman hopping people's cars just so I can get a fucking roll of duct tape. He had that stuff with him because he was going to do shit to her. Oh no, he was gonna take away my delicate wheels! Mother will try to get rid of me! Mother will try to take away my virginity! Shh, I'm not virgin. She's like 40. I'm a delicate southern flower bell. You can't take my virginity! Hey. Fucking, we're gonna. We ain't fucking in no hay! Wait. You never introduced me. Yes, I did. You did not. You yes, said Yes, we said Franz Mc. I talked about your hiatus! Franz McBoohoo, you were you were too Wait. fucking high to fucking realize we were filming already. No, 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 I don't do no drugs. We're not doing anything illegal in this space. Right. You were too fucking high to fucking realize we started recording. Wait, 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 I had something for you. My name is not Franz McBoohoo. What is it? <laughs> I can't remember my name. God damn it. We're having a midlife crisis here on Lots of Pasta tonight. Thanks for joining us on tonight's episode. Um, We're we're reaching out to our fans tonight for help, mostly, (laughs) because uh, we need all your good energy and everything you can send us. To help Franz McBoohoo <laughs> remember his name. <laughs> and send lots of sweet top ropes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's sobbing. <laughs> Welcome to the family, son. So this is uh this this story is from Creepypasta. It is called The Smiling Man. I wonder why he's smiling. Cause he's getting his dick sucked. <laughs> about five <laughs> years ago, five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always been a night person, so I'd often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite, but all that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police-patrolled park quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. The far end of my street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each uh, box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. <laughs> he was one of the gays. He's so eccentric on Broadway. He sucked a lot of mean dick and took a lot of dick book. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. I 
closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky, and wearing an old suit. He danced closer, still, until I could make out his face. His eyes were wide open and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. He was a poofter. What does that mean? That means he plays dick butt. I took my eyes off of him to cross the empty street, but as I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me, but still looking towards the sky, smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about a half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and the sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty, still unnerved. I looked back to see where he was standing and find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and how been the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him. And then he started moving towards me again. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone. Except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything like that, but I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling, smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what do you want? But in an angry, commanding tone, what came out was a whimper. What? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all, he just stood there smiling. And then after what felt like forever, he turned around very slowly and started dance walking away. Just like that, not wanting to turn my back to him again, I just watched him go until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger, he was coming back my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off to the side of the road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting him, expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six more months after that night, and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. I wonder what that's like. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. I wonder. 
That was the smiling man. What high looks like. Have you heard that one before? No. It's like an urban legend kind of thing. We cut him off because he's he's still having a mental breakdown. <laughs> About who am I? Uh, who we're am gonna move on to the next creepy pasta story. This one's called "It Lives at the Bottom of My Stairs." I'm gonna give this away to uh, Terry Tickler. Isn't Harry Potter? Gaga! <laughs> Hagrid! Hagrid! Don't come in here! Hagrid! Don't open the door! It doesn't sound what it sounds like. But just don't! Oh, Hagrid! Don't open the door! No wonder why the Dursleys no. fucking hated him. It was Harry Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> <coughs> Who was the Irish one in the movie? Oh, Colin Mock. Wait. Colin Mockery, yeah. Colin Mockery. <laughs> I think you should just start reading now. <laughs> oh, Hagrid! Do not open the door! <laughs> I was like, this would be the best Harry Potter spoof ever. Wait, what? Or you could be like Hagrid Seamus. There's a Seamus in Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, uh, rabbit. Okay. I thought Neville. To a bitch in bong. <laughs> what was I oh. thinking? A pigeon stump. I'm oh, half for half Please stop reading. To a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Alright. the Harry Potter part in at least. Oh yeah. No. Hagrid! Hagrid, don't open the door! <laughs> Me and Dumbledore are playing hopscotch! The more we talk about it, the more I'm gonna cut it. Mordecai, bring me. Okay, yeah, he does sound like Pops. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it lives at the bottom of my stairs. I stand at the top of my stairs. Socked toes curling into the carpet as one hand squeezes my knob. Harry! It's me, Hagrid! Harry, let me in! No, Hagrid! No, Hagrid! Come in! No, Hagrid. Hagrid, no! The owl's in here! He'll get out! Oh, my white owl's all over the room. What's the owl's name? Jinx. Oh, <laughs> Jinxie. Wait, Jinxie no, cat. No. God fucking it's, damn um, it. Yeah, she's white. <laughs> Hedwig, you cunt. <laughs> oh my god. How did I forget that? Cause you're high! <laughs> <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen. No, don't, don't you listen to Mr. Dan. We don't All do right. anything. We don't even tell good pastas. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a director that's really soft-spoken. Like... Wes Anderson. You know, Wes Anderson. <laughs> yeah, you just, you gotta, you see what Owen's doing out there? Yeah, Wes has a really good, wow. <laughs> wow. Owen, I really, Whoa! Owen, I really enjoyed where you're coming from with. Yeah, Wes, thanks. Wow. I just, I love, I love what I see you doing over there, and I, and I want to hate you, but I love you, and I can't get enough of you. Wow. Hey, uh, Wes. Where's the rest of the actors? Oh, you mean Adrian Brody and your bro and your brother? Um, Luke Wilson, probably Bill Murray. Is. 
They're here. Wow. Alright, I stand at the top of my stairs. Socked. Socked. It's just weird, this fucking socked. Socked toes curling into the cop carpet. Cop cap it. As one hand squeezes the door handle and the other hovers over the light switch, trying to decide if it's safe to turn the lights out. It's nearly seven at night. I have about an hour before sundown, but it's just dim enough in the stairwell to make me doubt if that really matters. I stare down at the welcome mat, and though I see nothing, I know the thing that lives at the bottom of my stairs is watching me too. I know its gauzy white eyes never blink, and that its teeth, thin and too long for its mouth, extending far past its leather, leathery lips, cannot smile. But I feel as if it's grinning at me. I know its a gaunt, lanky limbs are curled, crouched around its small body, waiting to lunge the second the light is out. I know it isn't real. If it was real, I would be able to see it, but even as I remind myself of this, I leave the light on. You see, I made him up. The creature that lives at the bottom of my stairs <laughs> doesn't exist. Fucking pussy. I've always had an active imagination. Many children create monsters or imaginary friends with rules. A man who runs besides the car but can only run in the shadow of the vehicle. That's a weird rule. A ghost who befriends you but is invisible to anyone older than you. That's an imaginary friend. A monster who waits at the bottom of your stairs, but can't move until the lights are out. Who wants that one? I'm not sure why I even st never stopped doing this. I'm approaching my mid-twenties, and most children stop around ten, or at least they stop talking about it. I try to keep my concerns to myself, though I have to have had to explain myself a time or two as to why I have to be the one who closes the door. Not a lot of punctuation helped you out. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a weird one. I'm the only one who knows what he's doing because I created him. The worst part is that I know he only exists because I think he does. There have been weeks or months where I could go up the stairs to my apartment and not feel his eyes on my back, his claw-like fingers waiting to rip into me. All it takes is a stray thought and he's there again. There have been times where I was too slow to close my door. After I turn the light out, nothing happens right away, though I know he is in my apartment with me. There is always a chill in my spine and a cold stone in my stomach when he gets past my door. But it's not like he drags me down the stairs or anything. For some reason, though I know he is capable of killing me, he doesn't. Even when I succeed, sometimes there is this dull, thudding noise that starts at 2am and continues until sunrise, like he's slamming his dry, callous, two big hands against the door, demanding I open it and let him in. This has been the hardest part about accepting he is not real, because I have had guests ask me about the noise. I never know what to tell them. Though the nights he gets in, I can feel him watching me from the doorway to my room which unfortunately shares a wall with that stairwell. He sits in the same spot all night, breathing, wheezing out his squished, bat-like nose, body twitching and contorting as he runs his clawed fingers over his face in anticipation. Though I will never claim to have seen him, I will say I feel as if a trick of the light or stray shadow have sometimes looked as if they are trying to reveal him to me. My biggest worry is I think he's closer with each time I fail. He started right outside my doorway, but he was a mere three feet from me the last time. I can't really tell because he isn't real and because I can't see him, but I think he's getting more worked up. I don't know what he's so excited about, but I can guess it will happen when he has made his way to sit at the foot of my bed. I think he's getting faster. I've been failing more often not to keep him out. It won't be long, and before he reaches his goal, whatever the goal is, maybe it is to torment me and feed off my fear of what he'll do next. If that's his goal, he's succeeding. It's killing me. I can't sleep, knowing he's there. I know he's never attacked me in the past, but I'm always scared that tonight will be the night he decides that enough is enough and go for it. My lack of sleep is hurting my job. My paranoia is keep ruining my relationships. 
All I do is sit at home and hide away from the creature. I don't know how to stop. I'm sick of it. So tonight, I'm not going to hide. Tonight, I'm leaving the door to the stairwell open when I turn off the light. I'm turning off all the lights in my shitty apartment. I'm going to sit on my bed in the dark. When his twisted body lunges and lurches its way into my room, I'm not going to pretend I don't see him. I'm not going to pretend that just because I made him up, that means he's not real. I'm going to look him in those disgusting cloudy eyes and accept my fate. I'm tired of waiting. I was going to say it. And I'm going to kick its fucking ass. And then I'm going to kiss it. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna let him come to my room and I'm gonna give him a sweet kiss. Ah. This is where I thought you were gonna go with it. I thought we were gonna kick his ass. I, I don't even like how that fucking ended. Like I, I wasn't. I didn't have a problem with it. Like I like the story. I like the idea of what it is. Like oh, I created a spooky creature and. I'm so paranoid that it's going to happen. But it's just like, it's kind of like the ending moment of like, you kind of want it to be like, hello, Timmy. And like that be the ending. You know, yeah. actually make, yeah. give it a, you know, this idea that it actually does exist. You can't take the dank. You can't tame the stank. Yeah, that's why he didn't come to uh, Medieval Times with us tonight. We didn't even talk about Medieval Times. We, no, we didn't talk about. We went to I, shut the fuck up. I'm gonna. Job. I'm gonna. I think we're gonna wait until we're alone for that conversation. Um, we went to Medieval Times tonight. It was Captain Death, Franz McBoohoo, Terry the Tickler, and a bunch of baby ducks, and we had the time of our life. Yeah, it was. Food was good. Food was fucking fantastic. And our night, our night basically made second place. Yeah. He he definitely was the most uh, OP of the bunch. He he was like I said, he was like anime. That chicken man, I can't get that out of my mind. He kept doing anime poses after he like took people down and like doing like the samurai shit. He it was, was great, much, man. A little bit. So this next story is also from that Tumblr, The Other Side. Uh, this one's called Mother's Love. Oh, shit. Wow, click to enlarge. What afternoon I come? <laughs> Stop. Uh, too far. Ladies and gentlemen, I really wanted to do the Asian for you, but I'm a little too far gone. Dude, you need to be a little more conscious. Yeah. I need to have a little more... My first car. A couple was traveling on the car. No. No. I literally can't understand what you're saying right now. And if I can't, they can't. <laughs> One short bus to the Emerald City. We always know what they're doing to Diddy. <laughs> One short bus from a lifetime of fun. I haven't even read the first sentence yet. <laughs> One afternoon, a couple was traveling on by car when at a first distance, they saw a woman in the middle of the road waving frantically. The wife told her husband to keep on driving because it might be too dangerous. But the husband decided to pass by slowly so he wouldn't stay with the doubt on his mind of what had happened and the chances of anyone being hurt. 
As they got closer, she noticed a woman with cuts and bruises on her face, as well as on her arms. Then they decided to stop and see if they could be of help in any way. The cut and bruised woman was begging for help, telling them that she had been in a car accident and that her husband, son, and newborn baby was still inside of the car, which was in a deep ditch. She told them that the husband was already dead, but her baby seemed to still be alive. Why? Why would you, as a mother, with mother you? I got a baby in a car. But listen, like, if that was my fucking baby in that car, I'd be like, I'm getting in this car. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, that's your fucking baby. Mothers would do anything. That's why this situation is gonna get fucked up. This can't be real. The husband that was traveling decided to get down and try to rescue the baby and he asked the hurt woman to stay with his wife in their car. When he got down, he noticed two people in front of the seats of the car but he didn't pay attention to it and took the baby quickly and got up to take the baby to its mother. When he got up, he didn't see the mother anywhere so he asked his wife where she gone. She told him that the woman followed him back to the car crash. When the husband went back to look for her, he noticed clearly the couple in the front seats were dead, and one of them was unmistakably the woman who faked them down! So, I like that, like, you read it like it was gonna be a ridiculous troll pasta when it was completely terrifying experience. Well, you know, typically you mark them, and I just, I kind of went with what I could give you. Well, I mean, it was marked with the other side tumbler, which is a creepypasta tumbler. Well, that was a what? So, car crash. Car crash, ghost led lady. back to car crash, rescue baby that's alive. Mm. Car so crash. Because it's a mother's Car crash, love. baby. So, yeah. Absolute. She Harry was. Potter. Yeah. Hagrid! <laughs> Hagrid, no! Hagrid, don't let that fight And we're back here. <laughs> How we got back here... Who knows? Full circle Who knows? Who knows? Hagrid! Give yeah. me Hedwig! <coughs> Harry! Harry! Hedwig's not here anymore! He died! Remember? He made a flashlight out of that owl. In the background, all you hear is, Hagrid! Hagrid, don't come over here! I'm keeping, I'm keeping tabs on the enemy! Harry! Dumbledore's dead! Hagrid! Shut up! Snape is dead too! Hagrid! Oh, and the whole time that's McGonagall, and that's that's when like Harry finally opens the door again. He's like, "Oh, I, I can't believe Snape is dead." Closes the door behind him. <laughs> Neville, Neville, what's that, Harry? This one's kind of like I wouldn't say relevant, but like reminds me of the last episode I had you on. So this one's called "I Found a Girl I Know in a Porno." Oh. <laughs> But then my Jojo put me to porno. No, it was Runda. <laughs> this is from Reddit No Sleep. Oh. Everyone on this website always talks about finding people they know on Argon Wild. Or in a porno. Or something. Oh, you're reading the story? But I tell you firsthand, it's not always like what people say it is. We were 11 the summer Kathy Ritter ran away. Or was kidnapped. 
or whatever lies the newspaper were publishing that month. Between that and the Ritter family moving away after the trail ran cold, we never did find out, and eventually we forgot about her. Years later, I saw her again, not fleetingly in person, but online, in a pornographic video. I was 16, and the video looked recent. At least, it had been recently uploaded. I turned it off and shut off my computer immediately. I'm ashamed to admit that it was not out of concern for Kathy, but because I was afraid of what would happen to me if I were caught watching what was technically child pornography. It was weeks before curiosity and a sense of stupid teenage heroism. I could be the one to finally figure out what happened to Kathy. Overcame me and I returned to the same website. She was surprisingly easy to find. She was featured in a lot of videos under stage names like Caddy, Kathy, Kitty, and the like. It was no use. All the videos took place in the same basement on the same bed. The videos were all the same, more or less. Kathy wearing a costume. Kathy and another girl. Kathy and two men. There were some fringe interest videos starring her. Two really weird ones like Kathy getting banged by an amputee or by an actor dressed as a horse. But I didn't bother watching them. <laughs> Kathy never actually roleplayed, though even when she was in a costume as a nurse or whatever, she never even really spoke in any of the videos. I realized that she barely made a sound in any of them. No moaning, no heavy breathing. Even when the other actors were inserting themselves and other things into her, there was no reaction from her save for the occasional grimace. And once in a very great while, she would look into the camera. It wasn't a look of anger or resentment or pleading, as one might expect to see if she had been forced into porn. I finally identified it. It was resignation. I had to stop watching her videos after that. I was sure now that this was not of her own volition, that she had been... Yeah, no, he was he was outside breathing real hard on that, on that wall. What's my fat cousin's name again? I hate this family. Oh! <laughs> I was sure now that this was not of her own volition, that she had been kidnapped and forced into this life, but there was no way for me to prove that or to find out where she was. I reported the videos to the police, but nothing came of it. They said that they had no way of definitely proving who was the girl in the video. I knew it was Kathy. They had just decided long ago she was dead and that the case was cold. I tried pushing it, but they told me to back off. Kid, just think of her parents. Doing porn for a lot of folks just believing their kid is dead is more comforting. I tried tracking down the Ritters. My mom told me their names had been Harry and Laura Ritter. And a quick Google search told me that they were now living in Oregon. Mrs. Ritter? I said when a woman answered the phone number listed in online yellow pages. It's Max Page. Hello, Max, she said cautiously. She didn't remember me. We lived in the same neighborhood, I explained. I knew your daughter. I think I found her. The woman listened quietly while I told her what I had found and which website I had found it on. I don't mean to upset you, but your daughter's alive, and I bet you could find her if you went to the police. Click. The woman hung up on me. I thought the police officer had been right and gave up trying to bring attention to the videos. I stopped visiting the website and tried to put it out of my mind. But then I got an email. It was from the website's administrators, announcing a new feature to the website. Slightly revolted, they still had my information. 
I quickly logged in to delete my account and unsubscribe and kill myself. <laughs> and unsubscribe from the site. And that's where I realized what the new feature was. It was gore porn. Almost unaware of what I was doing and an icy sense of dread crawling over me, I clicked to confirm my fears. The first video featured Kathy. I never wanted to watch it, but I knew I had to because the title of the video had my name in it. For Max. Kathy quivering and crying bent over the bed, a man straddling her, holding a knife. Say what I told you to say, a woman commanded from off screen. This is for you, Max Page, Kathy said, and then an inhuman shriek as the man split her abdomen with the knife spattering blood. He plunged his hand into the wound, drawing another screen from Kathy and pulling up until her intestines and at least one of her organs spilled onto the bed. I threw up over the side of the bed before I managed to turn off the video. Kathy was dead because of me. No one had believed me when I said it was Kathy and now she was dead. And the woman's voice? I recognized it immediately. The same voice that answered the phone. It was the voice that belonged to Mrs. Ritter. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And this happens in Taiwan and fucking Korea constantly. What? <laughs> oh. or, or Vietnam with the, with the pretty little lady boy. <laughs> Tendara, tendara, shaki, shaki. Just... I knew you had to sneak one in there at least, at least once. All right, I think uh, I think we should do two two rounds of troll pasta. Short one pagers. Well, if you're vegetarian, beet pasta. Red beets. And you know what? Let me tell you about them beets. No, beets. I just wanted you to do more. Oh shit. All right, so I know I had I had one saved for you. I'm actually just gonna search your name because I uh I read this one with him on his lost episode 16. Went back and made sure I had this because you need to read this. This is a troll pasta that is called. Turns out I'm not allergic to milk. Be nine-year-old me. Have a bad stomach for two weeks. Doctor says I might be allergic to milk. Fuck that, that chick pick. I love oh boy chocolate milk and will never stop drinking it. Wake up one morning with extreme stomach pain. Spend entire morning on toilet. No more pains, thank God. Go out for breakfast. Make tuna toast for me and my five-year-old bro. Fucking delicious. But something is missing. I crave oh boy now. My earlier stomach pains are completely forgotten. Mm, fucking oh boy, man. Oh, I'm enjoying it. A few hours pass playing Mario Kart with brother. He sucks. I'm laughing at him. Although he's only five, he should know how to throw bananas. Laughing real hard by now. Can't breathe. My face when he's driving the wrong direction. <laughs> I went around waiting for everyone to end the lap. Five-year-old bro, haven't even driven his first lap yet. My sides are now sprawling on the floor. I get this brilliant idea to fart in his face. <laughs> Done this many times before. I'm a master at this. I pulled down my underwear, put my ass cheeks towards his face, let out a huge fart. Fart is a loud, followed by liquid shit. 
My peacefully playing brother is now getting sprayed with shit. A few seconds pass. Bro looks like he's about to cry. Suddenly, he screams louder than I've heard anyone scream before. Dad hears the scream. He comes in, sees his youngest kid sprayed with shit. Crying. I stand there without underwear. Shocked. Dad pukes. Little bro's crying. I begin to cry. Grinded for two weeks. I haven't drank old boy ever since. Although I'm not allergic to milk. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> Fucking love that story. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I like that you call it a troll pasta. It is a troll pasta. It's just a 4chan story. I expected fucking like spaghetti begins to fall out of pocket. Those oh, are my, my favorite God. 4chan posts is when spaghetti starts to form in people's pockets. I don't know that one. You don't know those? It's all. It's pretty much the idea of like a uh, fedora wearing dude. And it's, like, random, like, awkward situations. And, like, the joke is spaghetti begins to pour out of pocket. A tale of a slightly insane retard. Greetings and good day, fine ladies and gentlemen. Today I shall come before you to recount my unfortunate misadventures after finding a hidden stash of gilded whistles. My troubles first bloomed when I have found a video carrying device so cleverly labeled under any circumstances so you never activate or observe this old chap. I took the cryptic warning to I was I took the cryptic warning to heart, but furthermore I was interested in a video carrying device. I departed from my location and returned with a humble abode where I planted this video carrying device into my Theodore 23 and activated the videogram. Suddenly, the screen of my videogram processor suddenly went pitch black. I got annoyed by this, so I went outside. I had noticed my offense was strolling down the old foot pavement. So I decided to push through her. We embraced for a moment. However, we were interrupted by my cellular. As I was about to answer this mysterious caller, a hyper-realistic voice boomed out of my cellular device. If you lay another hair on my daughter, I shall hunt you down and swatter you. I asked my oven twist for a little insight on the current situation. However, she told me that her father was deceased. So, I fired a ray gun through my cellular and annihilated this mysterious car. I pondered how I was going to return to my residence. So I called out for a carriage. And when it drew near, the license was branded with the words indifferent. With playing dice strong over the mule, if I could remark, I would comment that that seems queer. However, I disregarded that thought and exclaimed, Tell me how to bear However, when I opened the side entrance, a gilded whistle popped out and <coughs> executed me. I truly wish I could show the audience what this whistle looks like. Nevertheless, the whistle transformed into a trumpet and scurried off. Epilogue. Easier day, I bought a stupid off the eBay for $45. Dollar. 
When I arrived at the house, it was a gold trumpet with weird swear cause trumpets got your shoe silver. Who was phone? It was essentially who was phone. That? This one's a list. It says it's five pages, but I'm just gonna go through it fast. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. So this one, this one is called Prank Ideas XDXD. Oh, you're Troll pasta. School shooting prank. One, get some guns, preferably ones that fit in a school bag. Two, get a balaclava ski mask. Three, wear it. Four, go to school. Bonus points for ones with a lot of young children. Five, pull out your gun. Six, shoot everyone. Seven, laugh it off. Nothing is real. <laughs> Eight, tell everyone it is a prank. Nine, film it all and upload it to YouTube. Have AdSense on so you can earn bank. <laughs> Kidnapping school bus prank. <laughs> One, dress up like a thug. Two, go to a bus station. Three, wait for a school bus to come. Make sure it has kids. Four, Get on bus and threaten everyone. Five, pull out guns. They're fake ones, one. Six, tell them to drive you somewhere, preferably somewhere silly, X3. Seven, halfway up to the destination, reveal that the guns were fake and that it was all a prank. <laughs> Kidnap and prank number 73 with a twist. <laughs> number one, get in the thug outfit. Number two, kidnap someone, preferably a friend. Three, time up, gag them, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Four, get them in the band. Five, while you're there, make it seem more real by waving guns at him or her. Six, to make it all more scarier, start slowly cuddling the flesh off. Seven, before they bleed to death, confess that it was all a prank and take them to the hospital. Eight, make sure you threaten them so they don't tell the police anyone. Nine, after you threaten them, suck their dick. Ten, suck their dick. Eleven, threaten them. Twelve, blackmail. Thirteen, dick. Fourteen, dick, suck. Ten, dick. Dead pet prank. One, steal someone's dog or cat to decapitate them. Three, store the rest of the body in a freezer. Four, wait until that someone gets worried, sad, starts putting posters everywhere, etc. Five, prepare a nice lunch with the pet's corpse. Six, give it to them to cheer them up. Don't reveal that it's his or her pet yet. Seven, the next day, mail them the head with a note containing some bad pun about heads and or decapitation and explain what you did to the pet. On that, it was indeed a prank. Eight, wait until they get over it in order to talk to them again. You know, that one would never work because they forgot to dress up like a thug. Kidnap and murder prank. One, choose a random person in the street that you don't care about. Two, kidnap them, obviously. Make it all seem all realistic. Three, keep them in your attic basement for three plus days. Four, one day just go up down there and say that you have to kill them, unfortunately. Five, say that it's for the glory of Patrick's or something random like that, XD, XD. Six, slit their throat with a knife. Seven, put their body near police station. Eight, attach a note in the body and say it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> Nine, you'll never get arrested because it's just a prank to do it again 9-11 prank <laughs> one call up the nsa two say that you were from saudi arabia and you're gonna blow up the empire state building three use an arab accent for better effect four prepare isis for world war three five hijack four planes six fly them in the state empire building seven blow up the building eight kill thousands of american citizens and i call up obama Ten say it was just a prank and to take a look at the camera. Eleven, Obama will forgive you and you could do it again. Well, the problem with that, my friends, is we now live in Trump country. And he would want that building to be exploded so we could build a wall with its remains. It's Except it's a wall of women. 
and Tic Tacs. Rape prank! One, dress like a tool. Two, go to a place with lots of girls or guys, if that's your thing. Three, come up to one of the girls or guys. Make sure that you're filming this so she knows it's for a YT vid. Four, lead him or lead her or him to a private place with not as many people five rape their sorry ass make sure you tell them that it is indeed a prank and there's nothing to worry about six forgot to wear a condom seven now this could go in two ways if you get an std or in fact remove one remember that it's a prank therefore the std isn't real if you accidentally get her pregnant then make sure to tell the court that it was all a joke there's nothing to worry about you don't have to pay for the child support eight because yt famous sam pepper impersonation prank one, dress douchey. Two, get a British accent. Three, track down Sam Pepper. Four, get into his house. Five, kill Sam Pepper. There can only be one. Six, rip off his skin. Seven, rip off your skin. You're a skeleton now. Eight, wear Sam Pepper's skin. Nine, spend the rest of your days doing barely legal pranks. Serial killer prank. One, living in parking structure. Two, find a person who's alone. Three, kidnap that person. Four, brutally murder that person. Five, dump that body in neighbor's pool backyard. Six, repeat until the cops are convinced that it was all your neighbors doing. Seven, assure the cops that your neighbor, it was all a prank. YouTube prank. One, send a message to fat people to tell them to get a life. Two, say that they should die. Three, watch the comments roll. It's just a prank, bro. Death threat prank. One, go on Twitter or any other social media. Two, tell celebrities the more the merrier you want to kill them. Three, let fangirls harass you. Four, but hey, it's only a prank. Five, repeat. I feel, I feel like that's a good ending spot. You feel like that's a good ending spot? It is three troll pastas. And just so you know, on a special episode coming up next time, I am back, or I'm allowed to be back. God, that's my parole officer. I have a great story for you guys about how I gave someone a foot job. You're going to love it. Wait. Be there. Is this for real? Be square. Yeah. Oh. I gave someone a foot job. In the f- yeah. It takes all kinds. And you know what they say, a foot a day keeps them gay. <laughs> you got a real foot in the door with that one. Oh! 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 Anything, anything you want to say, Terry the Tickler? Um, yeah. So I got this drink here. <laughs> just, Coffee just so everyone knows, he's been, uh, he's been drinking mute this entire fucking time. You know, you, you said it, you said it in your first episode, and I think you've drank it every this time is my since. Own personal creepy pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Where is me? Starting with episode two, right? Just always here. Hopefully, he's actually drinking Metamucil. No. I'd like to close out with a small remark. And that's, uh, anyone listening to this, I just want you to know, we love you. Two to the one, the one to the three, I like the pussy and I like the tree. Smoke so much weed, you wouldn't believe, and I get more